Hello everyone, welcome to This Week Esports, a podcast that brings you weekly updates from the competitive esports world. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host. Don't forget, you can also check us out at thisweekesports.com for information on the podcast, our social media handles, and all the episodes that we've released so far. Now without further ado, on to the games. Hey everyone, welcome to This Week Esports, August 31st to September 6th. Happy Labor Day for all of uh, all of you who are from North America. Uh, we do have a lot to cover though, including two major finals with League of Legends ending their summer split and Dota ending their Omega League finals as well. So let's jump right into those and then we'll get into StarCraft's GSL round of 24 at the end. So let's go. Oh man, what a season we've had this year. Some crazy storylines, some great series, and now it's all over. Um, While we do have Worlds coming up soon, so certainly a lot of excitement left, this will be the last little bit of League of Legends until then. So let's go over the split one last time. Start, uh, we're going to go west and to North America, where our three finalists were Team Liquid and TSM in the lower bracket with FlyQuest in the upper bracket, or in the grand final, I should say, awaiting the winner. So let's get right into it. So just a quick reminder, refresher, uh, TSM made it here from the depths of the lower bracket. So the elimination series is nothing new to them, while Liquid are coming off a grueling five-game series versus FlyQuest in the upper bracket final. So uh, not much to say about those first three games. Very standard games, TSM taking taking the first, Liquid taking the second, and then the third. So it gets them to match point, but let's get into the juicy bit. Game four, this was certainly one for the ages, or at least for the split. Um, TSM opted to change up their draft strategy, and they gave the young jungler a Shen after his Olaf was certainly not the best, uh, as he even admitted himself. So certainly a little outside of the meta, but boy, did that change the game. TSN, TSM were able to get out to an early and powerful lead, but were on a timer. Liquid did have a much better late game lineup, and we're starting to claw it back, and they're hitting their timings, hitting their power spikes. So Liquid did claw into the lead, and eventually... Um, we're able to essentially take Baron, or get set to take Baron, I should say, and end the game. However, Shen came to the rescue, endlessly stifling Liquid uh, past their power spike, and TSM were renewed. Quick battle, a counter push, and TSM tie the series 2-2. Two to two. So, after an epic game and hold, we go to Game 5. Interestingly as well, um, you know, after that game, you'd think the first thing you do is make sure you don't give that youngster Shen once again in the jungle, but, you know, Liquid had a different idea. They let the hero through, early pick. Um, So, but in this case, the early game was much different. Liquid seemed to control the pace and the map quite well, and they actually built up a lead themselves. However, once again, just stifled around the barons and the dragons again thanks to shen uh, in many cases and all of a sudden their 3k gold lead was a 6k deficit at this point tsm went through the motions were able to close it out three to two on the back of a few comebacks and a chance to play fly quest to win it all in the grand final so let's go right to the finals it was the next day fly quest versus tsm so 
best way to describe FlyQuest, as I've said in the past, is team consistent. Uh, hard to beat, no matter who they're playing or what their form is. They just they drag out every game and really make you work for it, even if you beat them. And TSM, old fan favorite, dominant in you know 2012-2013, sort of struggled since and have given their fans a, certainly one heart attack or two along the way. So they were certainly holding their breaths. And in the first game, uh, those TSM fans were certainly treated to a gem. Huge one-sided win. 20 kills to four um, for TSM. They were simply able to shut down FlyQuest left, right, and center. One to zero TSM. Now, game two yielded a nearly identical result. An absolute stomping by TSM to put them one game away from being crowned NA champs. 2-0. Could it be? That's what all their fans were thinking. And apparently, so was TSM. They already seemed to be thinking about lifting the trophy and going to Worlds while FlyQuest pulled up their socks and damn, what a game. Tight all the way to the end. FlyQuest squeaked in a few positive engagements, probably where they shouldn't have, and were just able to get a jump on the Nexus destroy it and go two to one FlyQuest still alive and you know if you're going to write a script for this uh, game four look no further FlyQuest take it with another stomping and absolute absolute stomping no other way to describe it so it goes two to two setting up the reverse sweep could TSM be in for another heartbreak well the big finale game five and once again incredibly one-sided uh for those of you who didn't watch though spica was brilliant in the jungle and bjergsen crushed mid while broken blade was able to keep solo in check along top so it was never in doubt tsm take game five and the win and the championship so you know what a series unbelievable that this team was able to make their run through the lower bracket the way they did and to come out of the other side of it as champions um you know tsm fans certainly ecstatic once again huge congrats to the fans huge congrats to the team um and it'll be a treat to have them at worlds again but also like let's not look past FlyQuest. they were absolutely amazing in the upper bracket they just eliminated everyone they played against close games one-sided games they're always there always present so it'll be great to see them at worlds as well representing north america so uh you know congrats to both those teams as well as liquid who will be going as a third team so what a time what a what a series and now let's go off to europe to find out who will be joining those three at worlds well we have the lower bracket final. It has the number one seed from the summer split in Rogue, and it has last split's champion G2, while Fnatic is actually awaiting them in the grand final. Um, one thing that was kind of jokingly being thrown around, uh, you know, Reddit, Twitter, and things like that was uh, this poem. I don't know who wrote it, but absolutely hilarious. It was, uh, Roses are red, violets are blue, LEC finals, Fnatic G2. Well... Rogue was trying to have none of that and certainly probably a little pissed by it, to be quite honest. But uh, let's see what they had to say and jump right into the games of this lower bracket. So game one, while well, Rogue showed everyone why they won the season, absolutely obliterated G2 in the first games with hands and inspired going 16 and one combined. Uh, so just one very one sided game, one to zero 
for Rogue. And, well, Game 2 was Cap's turn for G2, utterly taking control of the game from mid and taking the W. Not much else to really say about it. It was just this kind of a standard G2 win from the start. Um, and he continued his form in Game 3 with Perks following suit. They combined for a 23-2 and KD, which just obscene in the second game. So it was another stomping from the get-go, 2-1 to to G2. So, Game 4, match point. Rogues turn to really have their backs against the wall and see what they can do. Well, Larson found his form once again was able to contain caps and Hans was able to flex his muscles in the bottom lane G2 just out of shape or maybe Rogue look extra sharp but uh, tied the series 2-2 two to two. and kind of a theme going on here if you haven't noticed um, very one-sided games whoever takes the lead seems to take the win so hopefully game five um, you know we'd have something a bit more closer uh, because honestly, it's kind of weird when a, a five-game series goes one side. It makes the score seem a lot closer than each individual game might have been. Unfortunately, game five was no different. Caps kept relatively quiet in the mid lane by Rogue, but Perks and Jankos found the space they needed and the kills they needed. Uh, you know, G2 is simply able to double Rogue's kill counter, 16 to 8. Eventually, they marched down lane when the timing was right. They took the Nexus, the game and the spot in the finals. Uh, that said, you know, hats off to Rogue. Great season by them. Certainly, um, they had a bit of a, a slow start, but they were really able to hit it in the end and get to the top of the bracket. They will be going to Worlds, so it'll be great to see them there as well and see how they compete with you know all those other big teams. But we're here for the grand finals. So, um, you know, as another kind of meme thing to say, uh, three things that are guaranteed in life are death, taxes, and G2 versus Fnatic in the LEC. So let's get right into it and see what happened. Now, this series, absolute doozy, especially the first game. So before I spoil the game or the series for that matter, um, I'd go back and watch this if you can. Skip forward a header or two in this podcast so as to not hear the spoiler. So I'll give you a second to do that. Um, while that happens, I'll just let you know that game one was our longest game of the LEC playoffs and it had 53 kills. Almost seemed, uh, uh, some league fans will not like me saying this, but almost felt like a Dota game, how many kills there were there. Uh, the game only stayed level though for about 10 minutes, which is not nothing in which nothing really happened. I should say after that G2 got their gold lead and it just snowballed. They had a 3k lead by 15 minutes. 5k lead by 20 minutes and then 9k by the 30 minute mark uh so you know at this point the match looked all but over um but after squandering 4k of that lead with a few careless adventures through the jungle Fnatic almost took a gold lead themselves after a couple great fights but no matter how hard g2 tried to throw this game they were able to take the final fight when it happened and kill the nexus which is all that ever matters, who wins the last fight. Um, so 1-0 to G2. Second match gave us the opposite mid-game result. Nemesis was able to keep Caps in check for a good chunk of time, and Fnatic built to lead. However, gold, as we saw in the last game, doesn't matter if you can't turn it into team fights, and that's exactly what G2 had. Wonder on the top was able to tip the balance with his five kills for G2, while Buipo and Reckless only managed one between them on Rogue's side. So I don't know if that was just 
you know, poor play or excellent play from G2, but very unfortunate. The gold lead slid away from Fnatic, and not long afterwards, the game did as well. 2-0 to G2, starting to feel kind of familiar. G2's, uh, you know, epic run in finals and always seeming to 3-0 their opponents. Now, I have to say, despite a great end to their season and a wonderful playoff run, uh, Fnatic seemed spent by this last game. They certainly brawled through game three, got 16 kills. Uh, but when you give up 28 for that score, it's simply not to be. Caps was stunning mid once again. Janko's absolutely crushing it out of the jungle, controlling the Dragons, controlling the Baron. 3-0 to G2 and another LEC win. So congrats to G2. What a run. What a way to bounce back from their loss. Like two Fnatic just last week in the upper bracket finally. Let's not forget this. Like they were a bit in the dumps after that, but great season and congrats to them once again. So, you know, we had some amazing storylines of this LEC. Uh, everything from, you know, Schalke somehow making the playoffs to Fnatic and G2 making it in the finals again. And these three teams did qualify. So Fnatic, G2, and Rogue. So expect. So we expect and want more of the same from them. Great to see them play the best teams from Korea, China, and North America. Uh, but that, yeah, that closes out our League of Legends coverage until World. So thanks for sticking around. Incredibly excited to get back to that when it comes. Um, but we still have some big results from the past week in League's cousin over in Dota 2 with the Omega Finals. So let's go jump there and see what happened. So, Europe and Dota, let's see. So, when I left you last week, we had OG and Secret in the upper bracket. Uh, we had Nigma and Alliance in the lower bracket. So, first game here was Nigma versus Alliance. Um, not much to say, really. Like, Alliance played great, certainly had a great run through the series. Uh, but, you know, they just weren't able to, between Nico Baby and S4, they just weren't able to overpower Nigma. And that team, just the depth, I believe they got two of their players got player of the tournament, not to spoil too much there. But, uh, you know, when you have a team with that sort of depth led by Kuroki, it's just simply hard when you're that late in a bracket. So Nigma go 2-0 to zero into the lower bracket final while they await the loser of OG versus Team Secret. Third time, or sorry, second time these two teams play in about a week. Um, OG having to play Secret just last week in the last round of the uh, of the season, and they meet them again. This time, though, starts out a little differently. OG go for a very brawly lineup. They go with a Phantom Assassin, an Invoker, a Magnus, and a Beastmaster, and simply bullied Team Secret. Um, no other way to describe it. 33 minutes, pretty quick game. Uh, so OG go up one to nothing. With that in mind, uh, you know, Secrets start banning different heroes and drafting different heroes themselves. They finally got their Phoenix back. They took control of their Mars, and that was just simply too much with OG's Invoker again and a Morphling. Secret go one to one. Long game, though, 45 minutes long. So certainly had potential, but not uh, nothing OG could do against Secret. Um, and then game three. Well, what do we have there? We had Topson on his Monkey King, and we had Luna in the safe lane from OG, while Secret was just kind of going old school. They went Troll, and they went Void Spirit, and Troll can bash. Nothing else to say but that pretty quick game, 30 minutes, Secret 
takedown OG 2-1. to one. Secret in the grand final, OG facing Nigma once again. So Nigma does what Nigma does. They give Miracle his Terrorblade, his late game farming hero, and they give Weehaw their absolute brawler mid with a Viper. Certainly a, just an irritating pick from Nigma for OG to fight against. OG went kind of quirky with their hero selection. Uh, they went Sven as their final pick for their carry, although he has been kind of coming into the meta great hero against delusions like Terrorblade. Uh, and, but then they gave uh, Windranger to Topson mid. Usually it's when Saxka playing it as the four or five position, but hey, gave it to Topson. And, uh, you know, it, it was an interesting game. This Viper was kind of uncontrolled or, un, you know, just on a tear in the early game. It was really able to keep um, Topson in check. Topson died four times in the first 15 minutes. Sure, there were some ganks on the Viper, but overall... Nigma was just jumping and jumping and clawing at these OG heroes and just taking a gold lead, taking an experience league, and just killing their heroes endlessly. Uh, pretty big fight around 25-minute mark or 24-minute mark in which uh, both teams lost. I mean, I think OG lost eight heroes in two minutes, and there was a team wipe from Nigma. So kept it just kept balance, even though Nigma seemed to slowly be controlling the map, slowly control the towers. Um, and then they turned that into another five-man wipe. And all of a sudden, Nigma was off to the absolute races. They were farming up. They were pushing. They were preparing, taking out outer towers and were simply preparing to go high ground. They got one lane of racks, and it just looked like they were on cruise control from there. However, OG, being OG, found the fight that mattered. It was a team wipe. It was a buyback from the Terrorblade as well. Died again. So all of a sudden, you have no heroes anymore able to do anything and you have OG running down mid with a wind ranger and a Sven. What do you do? Nothing. You don't do anything right down the middle, just one lane of rack straight for the T fours and end the game. GG kill counter here is actually Enigma's favor 37 to 33, but it was all OG in the end. The next game though, one sided all in OG's favor, 48 kills, to 24 um there not much to really describe monkey king was great and then uh from mid one and then topson on his tiny had 20 kills alone or 19 kills alone so once again og defeat nigma 2-0 and set up another final with team secret now as one-sided as that og nigma game was you just sit there and go wow og they're ready. They took a game off secret in the last one, and here they are in the grand finals. No, unfortunately, just wasn't to be team secret. Again, quirky drafts. They're going Kunkka, Underlord, Ancient Apparition in the first game. 53-minute brawl fest. Just goes on forever. Secret again, 50 kills almost, but they just couldn't. They just, I mean, they being OG just couldn't keep the Sven or the Wisp alive. So down they go, one nothing to Secret. And then from there, it was all Secret. They gave Topson the Tiny. Didn't matter. 30 minutes, Secret win. They then gave Topson the Tiny again. They got their Sven out again. They just tried to go full farm. Secret went early game, pushed it in 22 minutes in game three in the grand finals. 
of this major. GG, well played. Team Secret go 3-0. and Just, this team is unbeatable. Don't know how else to describe it. They were like this last year up until TI. Maybe not having a TI is helping them this year, but just simply unbeatable. Takedown OG, 3-0. They only lost one map in the entire playoffs, and before that, they only lost, I think, one match. Uh, no, they went undefeated in the group stage as well, so they genuinely only lost one map in the whole tournament. Just shows you how strong they are, their depth of a team that they have, and you know just what they're able to do. So hopefully this team stays together next year, at least to TI-10, because it'll be absolute pleasure to keep watching these guys play, and OG, again, found their stride just in time for summer. Hopefully they can keep it up and do the same. Um, now with this done, uh, Dota actually slows down a bit as well. Obviously, usually this is uh, the post-TI split or a post-TI kind of season. So there's not much going on in Dota for the next, I, I dare say the next year, for, for until 2021. So we'll, have, we'll find some Dota content for you and we'll, we'll stay in touch, especially when you start having roster changes and things like that. But before we go uh, and leave Dota, so I'll say again, congrats to Secret. Great tournament again. Congrats to OG making the grand finals. And we're going to end our MOBA little series here, and we're going to jump over to StarCraft to end this week's episode with the first three rounds of the GSL. So I know we're running a bit out of time here, so I won't go too in-depth of these series, especially because it's the round of 24. Uh, Group A, we had two Terrans, Spear and Special Spear making his debut, hoping to become a Royal Rotor. We have Trap as the Protoss and Solar as the Zerg. Um, not much to say. Solar and Trap, just the two better players here, were able to take uh, their their two series and go and meet in the winner's match. Uh, eventually, Solar was able to take that close series, 2-1. to one. Solar moves on. Meanwhile, Spear upset or defeated uh, special still alive still the hope but trap was simply too much for him once again so trap beats spear 2-0 that's 4-0 on the day unfortunate for spear to have to run into this, that player that quality twice but it is what it is in the gsl solar and trap on to the round of 16 uh group b was probably in some ways a group of death here we had dark zest tasia and creator so three players that tend to go far. Tej is obviously kind of back um, from his military services. Might be a little rusty, but the kid's pure class when it comes to playing Terran. So uh, in our first set of rounds, Dark defeated Creator. Zest defeated Tasia, setting up a uh, kind of a classic match, a match you'd almost expect in the round of eight or the round of four. Uh, Dark versus Zest. Dark seems to have his Zerg back under control. I know his first two showings this season were little dicey, to say the least, but uh, after today, he definitely seems back and wanting to get back, you know, on that stage and lift the trophy. Dark takes it 2-0 to versus Zest in the lower bracket creator. Um, just too in touch with his timings. He hasn't had the break that Tasia did. Was able to kind of push Tasia aside 2-0. TV, uh, Tasia's TVP also seems to be at the moment, one of his weaker points. He's great against Terran. He's fantastic against Zerg, just with the tempo of play. But Protoss seems to have... The meta's changed since he was last on the scene. So he still has to find that tempo, that perfect tempo. And he's almost there. But Creator does 2-0 him. So, final match. Zest versus Creator. A PvP, the coin flippiest of coin flips in terms of mirror matchups. And first map, Creator takes it on Death Aura. So Zest... 
holding his breath, you know, playing like that to not make it out is certainly painful. He uh, was able to tie it up on Everdream and then take the win on Ice and Chrome after that scare. So Zest moves on along with Dark from Group B. And lastly, we had Group C. We had Ragnarok the Zerg, Nightmare the Protoss, making, I believe it was his debut as well. And then we have Maru and Dream as the two Terrans. Uh, first game, Maru 2-0's Nightmare. Ragnarok actually defeats Dream. Great game, you know, 2-1, that typical Zerg versus Terran uh, tug-of-war type of game. Zerglings and Mutas versus tanks and marines. Uh, in the end, though, it was Ragnarok 2-1. So Maru faces Ragnarok and his tempo. Just kind of like I was saying, Tasia's tempo against Zerg is great. Maru's is even better. Maru plays Terran better than should be playable to be honest kept Ragnarok on three bases consistently always poking at his fourth always destroying his fourth and eventually there's just no more resources for Ragnarok so both games go that way 2-0 tomorrow he's the first one out onto the round of 24 from this group meanwhile Dream did to Nightmare what Maru did to Ragnarok just able to out tempo him catch units out on the out on the map take good drops, take good engagements, goes 2-0 versus Nightmare. So now we have Dream versus Ragnarok, a rematch of our earlier games. And this is, I feel like this is always a headache for the player that won the first game because sometimes you've used a bit of a cheesier style to get that first win, hoping you don't have to play them again. So now your your playbook, per se, is kind of you know known. And it certainly showed here. Dream decided he couldn't sit back again and let Ragnarok mine up and build up and expand and get his creep going and he just started punching him in the face hitting the fourth doing drops hitting the first great timing attack as well once or twice early sort of uh hellion liberator fights just just great play great adaption from dream uh he's already an in-your-face type of player but you know that ability to adapt from the first series just shows you how great he really is he takes it two to oh so maru and dream move on so quick kind of review of that we have solar trap dark zest maru and dream on so far into the next round still have three groups left in the round of 24 that'll certainly be fun i believe they're all played before next week's episode so we'll have it all there for you with the round of 16 set hopefully before next week now that wraps things up sorry again a bit longer today we're at almost almost 30 minutes uh, on the episode 25 26 minutes here but um, just a, a huge week with League of Legends and Dota. So that's slowing down. So we're going to have to find some new content, new stuff to get you uh, to get everyone what they need while we wait for you know, Worlds of League of Legends and the next round here in StarCraft. But, you know, as always, don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Our, hash, our tag is at eSportsThisWeek. Go to the website, thisweekesports.com. All other content is there, or contact information, as well as Discord, Patreon, things like that. So please go there as well. Happy to respond to you as you send me messages. And with that said, you know, stay safe out there. And as always, happy gaming.